I mean, where the fuck should I really even start? I got hoes that I'm keeping in the dark. I got my niggas cross the street living large. Thinking back to the fact that they dead, thought my raps wasn't facts, so they sat with the bars. I got two phones, one need a charge. Yeah, they twins, I could tell they ass apart. I got big packs coming on the way. I got big stacks coming out the city. Hey, what is up, people? Oh, welcome back to New Jump City, everybody. This is our quadricentennial episode. That is one hell of a word, but let me say this for everybody. You know, sometimes there's that song that you don't really fucking care about. Right, and everybody else loves, but then you gotta hear it like a few other times, and then you're just like, "Nah, this shit is fire." <laughs> you got it, Drake. You yeah. got this one, buddy. I think that's generally how it works with me in music. Is I have to listen to something a couple times before I'm like finally into it. Yeah, that happens a lot. You know, like you gotta just give it, you know, give it a few yeah. tries. I don't know if that's just my millennial attention span, but... Bro, half of the songs in my library, I didn't care about until I heard it on Shuffle a few times. Mm. And it was just like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffle really keeps you honest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. I'm gonna try to yeah. adventure to do new, new things. Every time I use Pandora, it's just like, I need new shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the only yeah. thing. Uh, but anyway, we're not here to talk about music. We're no, here to we're talk not. about comic books. But before that, let's get some plurgs out of the way. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Christian Espinal, by the way, your host. I don't think I, we introduced ourselves. Oh, yeah. My yeah. name is Josh. Yeah, it's Joshua Cole, uh, my co-host as usual. Uh, and I keep spiking. Yeah, I mean, you it's know. It's okay. I'll fix it in post. Um, Brian Boss cannot be with us tonight because he is doing some hard chefing. But, uh... Yeah, he um he puts on for his city, you know, in a metaphorical sense. Yeah, he's like the Batman with a frying pan. Ooh, ooh you better trademark that shit tomorrow, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll trademark out of here. I gotta trademark Batman first, <laughs> and I gotta trademark everything else. It's gonna be hella expensive. But uh, yeah, social media. Worth at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Joshua Cole, where you at, boy? At J D C O L E underscore thirty seven. Yeah, that almost. I know how to spell my Instagram. <laughs> hey, no messed up. Yeah, that almost took. Uh, that took a little. <laughs> yeah, it was almost on flow. But uh, yeah, you can find us at New Jump City Pod. I, no, at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email us at New Jump City Pod at gmail If you have any recommendations, any feedback at all, leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, check out our YouTube. I've been uploading individual vids. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Spoiler alerts ahead, as usual. And uh, without further ado, it's time for us to get into some manga. I'm going to hit the randomizer because I'm on randomizer duties and also soundboard duties. Yeah, Chris is the producer right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the man of many hats, even though I'm only wearing one. Oh, but he's wearing a special one. A cowboy's hat. Oh, yes. 3-0, and <laughs> about to be 4-0 and against the Saints. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, you know, they don't have a breeze. They don't, but... but they do have a stacked uh, roster still regardless. Yes, they... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you seen what they did to the Seahawks last week. Embarrassment. In yeah. their own crib. In their own crib. In their own crib. But, uh... Yeah, this is not a sport or music podcast, Christian. I mean, we're getting so excited. This is so... We've been doing this for 25 episodes. It's time for us to branch out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's fucking lit, bro. <laughs> 25, guys. 
25. The big 2-5, but uh, let's get into it. I'm going to smack that randomizer with all my might, and here we go. I hope he turns his sword into some g-g-g-g-guns. <laughs> Black Clover is our first manga. Oh, certainly a throwback to how it always used to be first. Yeah. Uh, we are starting with Black Clover, chapter 221. Yeah, let me load up this app real quick. The Blue Roses Confession. Uh, last we left off, uh, Black Clover decided to become Looney Tunes for like half a chapter. But now we're back to serious mode. Um, Charlotte is on a roof, embarrassed that she just... Ran seventy-seven miles away from Yami on bare feet. On bare feet, uh, you know, just super embarrassed. You know, yeah, they stood true to the trope. Yeah, uh, so she resolves to go to the Blue Rose Knights headquarters the next day and uh, admit to her entire squad that she's in love with Yami. I was not expecting that. Yeah, well, <laughs> she reveals she's it to that people. desperate. Yeah, and, and fucked up in the game that she needs to talk to her sisters. I mean, it's cute. It is. He's a little cute. Not criticizing her. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, she, all her friends are just, like, freaking out, and they're telling her that she should confess her feelings, and she's, like, super, she's, like, super nervous yeah, about They're so it. happy about her. I thought all of these chicks hated men. <laughs> but it's funny, because some of them are like, yeah, I've had a boyfriend this whole time, too. Yeah, man. You're the only one who's single right now. She's a fucking loser. <laughs> that, oh, wait, you was dead ass? That wasn't just a thing we said? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> But yeah, every, as everybody is uh, trying to encourage her to uh, live her best life, uh, Yami and Asta show up with Nero. Or, uh, yeah, I guess they're... I don't know if they're going to... It's a bird her. now? She's Again? A, she's a bird now. God! Put some respect! <laughs> they are a bird, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, I'm trying to work this out. You're binary, Sis boy. Sis binary boy. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna take some getting used to. Me, me yeah, the time is all right, but I've never right. felt so much power. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you got the whole power, of the control boy. Uh, you man, must feel like Asta. You can make anything happen. Yeah, I can, or make, not happen. No. Anyway, <laughs> we're here. Uh, Yami shows up, and everybody's like, "Now's your chance. You can tell him how we feel." And then Yami's like, "Do you hate me or something?" Because he's a dumb man. Well, I mean, I mean not like that. I know what you mean. He's just he, like a dumb. He's like, yeah, he's just like a fucking meathead. But he has a point. He's like, yo, you, you act rude to me all the time. You run away from me and all that other shit. I mean, I can't blame someone for not thinking oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that means you're in love with me? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why do you hate me? And then Asa's like, I don't think she hates you at all. Like, her energy is similar to Noelle's. Like, she trusts you. Asta also low-key knows. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's not that dumb. He's not as naive as we thought, bro. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. She, uh, Yami asks her about her uh, curse. The thing I totally forgot was the thing about Charlotte. Um, and uh, we get a, a brief explanation. Uh, essentially, she was cursed uh, by... Her entire family was cursed by a mage... By a curse mage specifically who had a grudge against her family, and uh, the curse activates when she when, activated when she was fifteen. Oh, eighteen. I'm sorry, and it uh, changed the entire like the shape of her soul and her magic. Uh, I uh, I don't know what that means essentially. 
It means that whatever her whatever she's bullshit she's strong. going through in her family is a result of devil magic, which is exactly what they're going to figure out. So she's going to play some type of prominent role. Oh yeah, I imagine for sure, for sure. But uh, then she uh, she mentioned. I like how they were on a date. The oh, hold yeah. on, hold on. How like I she forgot. basically kind of like grabbed her nuts, you know, metaphorically, <laughs> and um, asked him out on a date to talk about the de- you know the devil curse power that she has like you know over dinner i was like oh smooth yeah and then like he starts talking to her about it and she's like damn you were serious <laughs> like there wasn't anything else you wanted to talk about <laughs> uh, oh man yeah it's funny but anyway yeah they uh they talk about it and she mentions that somebody in uh the black bulls is probably more affected by uh curse magic than anybody than herself hmm. and uh it's noel uh, she, we, uh, the chapter ends with her going up to this random witch lady who's doing some random witch shit. Nah, that's the sleepy chick. Oh, I forget. I forget who this is. Yeah. Anyway, she shows up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the captains of the brigades. Whatever. There's like 27 of these people. And no, are, there's not. And they're like of okay. no consequence. Out, that's, that's outside fine of and Fuego, outside yeah. of Fuego Leon mm-hmm. and Nozel. Mm-hmm. And I guess real for some reason. Who was that? Exactly. <laughs> I was serious. Too. I don't know who that is. Real is the painting one. He paints. Oh, he's a brigade captain? Yeah. What the I fuck? I forget the name of his brigade, but he is a captain. Uh, mm, there's the and Jack. guy. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. Jack the... My favorite yeah. of them, I guess. I like the purple orcas, dude. His magic is pretty dope. The invisible guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's impervious too. And he's also fat. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's where the chapter is. She goes to one of the magic night, night captain ladies and uh, is like, "I came to for you to tell me about my mother and the devils." Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Noelle is among one of the better characters in this series, so I'm excited to get her to get some, you know, yeah, development here and there. You know. Out of everybody who actually gets character development, I feel like she's changed more than anybody in this series. Yeah, she, she, yeah. I mean, as far as like her combat abilities go as well. Yeah. She, you know, she used to be a, whole, a total, I don't know, pushover. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think she was like relatively strong, but still had like no control over her power. I think that was her deal. Mm. I have, n- I don't remember as much about Black Clover <laughs> as I should, I guess. But um, with that being said, uh, that was Black Clover. We're going to move on to our next thing. Uh, Christian Espinal hit the randomizer. Action Comics. <laughs> Action Comics number 1015. Guys, this is what you've all been waiting for, even if you didn't know that initially. Yeah, uh, Naomi crash lands into the series. Um, I like this. This is like a little uh, middle interlude chapter in Naomi's life, uh, and it's written by the same guy. I have no issue with it at all, but guess what? They still kept things relevant. Me too. I'm glad that they did that. That's why DC's the best when when they choose to do this. I also am happy that they just kind of like, as soon as Naomi show up, is like, we're taking a vacation from this Leviathan shit for a hot second. And we're going to do some training arc stuff until the last couple pages. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, Naomi crash lands into Metropolis looking for Superman. Um, 
And uh, she's basically looking for help uh, training her powers, essentially. Well, just kind of getting a grip on what's going on, period. She doesn't really know what the fuck is going on, but she's scared. You know, she had previously fought with, like, this world-ender type of guy, Zumbando. Yeah, Zumbando. Zumbando. Right? Yeah. Um, I got, we got to say it like that because it sounds real doofy, like, Zumb- and not evil. Zumbando. I'm not scared of someone called Zumbando. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not just like that. If I read it on a piece of paper or, like, you know. That's a lot phone. going on. <laughs> I don't know. Zumbando is a kind of an intimidating name, kind of, sort of. Well, yeah. I mean, regardless of how I feel about his name, he's definitely a big boss man. Yeah. And, like, you know, she narrowly escaped his grasp, and he was like, ooh, there's another Earth. I'm going to come take over. Yeah, right. We got Superman, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he you know, know that. that's always how it happens. He didn't know that. Um, he, he don't know. He don't know. But in any case, uh, she basically explains her situation to him. Uh, she, This apparently, actually, this issue of Ashen Comics takes place relatively soon after Naomi. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because she's literally only just got her power still. So, And she claims like this happened literally like an hour ago. Did she? Was it an hour ago? I think it was earlier that evening. Yeah, like, I was she, taking and then a, she flew away. Yeah, I was taking a minute. Oh, yeah. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, obviously, you, we just take that a lot, you know, that whatever happened in Naomi happened in the future while we was reading action comics yeah. and such. Don't uh, know about the others because... Yeah. yeah. So, um, Superman takes her to the Hall of Justice where, uh, the Wonder Twins are hanging out. Nice. A nice other little shout out to the other, um, the only people they didn't mention was, uh, the, the, the Young Justice squad. Yeah. Cause that's all, that's all three of the Wonder comics, right? It was Naomi. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the um, Wonder Twins are even still running. I don't think it was meant to be a whole series. Yeah. But in any case... Whatever. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, they go to the Hall of Justice to do a bunch of analyzing of uh, her powers. Uh, Batman shows up, which is funny. Uh, And uh, Superman hears, like, trouble, so he gets off. And um, Batman does a quick check about whether she's from Leviathan or not. Yeah, it was funny because he's like, oh, is it? Like, like, Superman hears something, and Batman's like, Lex Luthor. And he's like, no, Leviathan. Like, so he goes away, he flies away, and then she's like, oh, who's Levi- what's Leviathan? And Batman just kind of, like, stares at her for a few panels. Yeah, he's holding her hand to yeah. see if, that, like, he's, I imagine checking her pulse to see if she's lying. And he's like, apparently you're not. Like, it was <laughs> mad funny. <laughs> she was just like, okay. It was Batman covering all the bases. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's Red Cloud and Thorn, or Rose now, uh, causing trouble. Rose just got her shit pushed in oh my god like i don't i'm so tired of this character (laughs) she's my new pet peeve target now yeah yeah i mean she has powers at least what the fuck is her power she's like super strength and invulnerable almost yeah that's powers you mean like a normal person in a comic book i mean that's a hero there's also lois lane who literally is can be shot to death (laughs) she can't be shot to death she can't be? No. She's bulletproof. Oh, and when, she's when also did super that happen? Strong. When the fuck did that happen? And she's immortal. What? Oh, yeah. That was the whole point of the other comic. Yeah. Okay. Get your shit together, Josh. All oh, right. But, the, but <laughs> oh, yeah, she's still lame to me. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, anyway, as she's about to get destroyed, uh, Superman jumps in and uh, they start fighting for a while. But she, he, Superman is easily defeated by Red Cloud. Uh, she's been powered up also by Lex Luthor. 
Yeah, um, it's shit like this that why when when I tell people, oh yeah, nah, Superman's probably like the most powerful person. People be laughing at me like, ooh, ooh, ooh you get watched all the time. It's because these fucking like writers don't. I don't understand. You don't have to make bat like Superman get beat up. You can make other things happen. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it, 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 you got to have some kind of suspense when you're fighting Superman. You know, I get. I don't, I'm not suspense. Do you think she's gonna win this fight? Obviously overall? not. But you know <laughs> what I mean. You obviously know. I'll always understand that the main character is going to pull through, you know, they're, yeah. but there's still just like the suspense aspect of a story, you know? No, it's true. I'm, I'm being, I'm being a little extra. <sighs> it was a dope fight scene. She was ragging Superman. I was yeah, I mean, it was only two it. pages. It was barely a fight scene. <laughs> I really like love, hate this character. Red Cloud, Miss Good. Yeah. She's, yeah. The thing is like, she's kind of like Smoker from One Piece. <laughs> like if you don't have hockey, she's, you can't really touch her or anything. Yeah. Um, so she's just like suffocating Superman. And that's where the chapter ends. It's like on a cliffhanger. It's like, will Superman actually die? Fucking no. Naomi's going to come in. It's going to be super cool, though. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you Naomi's know, going to fuck up Red Cloud. That would be, be dope. Um, I kind of thought they was going to go forth with this theme because, you know, Superman kind of made a comparison while fighting her and said, you know, I just ran into a new young woman with superpowers. And, you know, she decided to come to help, and you decided to use your powers to do this, you know, whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Now, we can make an argument about, you know, whether what who she's working for is for the greater good compared to whatever Superman's trying to protect, even though he's protecting innocence. There's also bad things going on that he doesn't attack. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was just cool because at the end of the day, these are one was a young black woman. And the other one was a another young black woman that was a teenager. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think that that's important to note. Yeah. And I want to see where they take this in the Same. next few weeks. But uh, that was Action Comics. A solid chapter. Uh, looking forward to what's coming up next for Soups. Uh, it's time for me to hit the fucking randomizer. Is this ice? <laughs> Dickhead, is it cold? It is Boruto. <laughs> I almost forgot to read this, by the way. Uh, yeah, good call. Not unre- not not reading it, you know? It was like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, buddy, I'm right there with you. All right, listen. This is Boruto, chapter 38. He's bad news. Yeah, y'all niggas know how I feel about this series already, all right? I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. Last we left off... Uh, Jigen was getting washed by Naruto and Sasuke. He kind of was. He kind of was. <laughs> and so he decided, like, you know what? I'm going to use my real form thing. And, uh, you know, he's revealed himself to be one of, like, an Otsuki, Otsusuki type of guy. Uh, Sasuke is just, like... Stoked. Yeah, you know, the, the character that they fought at the end of Naruto, the Kaguya lady. Yeah. Uh, Sasuke just starts spilling his beans. And he's like, what? How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. He's telling him about, yeah, I know about that Ten Tails pet and all that other whack shit you was doing on that other place. He's like, no, you followed me there. <laughs> There's no honor among ninjas anymore. He's like, God fucking damn it. I got to stop fucking around. And I covered my tracks pretty well. I didn't count on an Uchiha having space time jutsu. <laughs> he said, fools on <laughs> jokes on you, buddy. They can do everything. <laughs> jokes on you. I'm literally God. <laughs> 
but uh, at the sight of his power up, Naruto and Sasuke decide to get their giant Megazord monsters up. Yeah, they turn up. Yeah. You know. And, and then Jigen's like, oh, you guys are going full force now. And it's like, dog, what you think? <laughs> you see the big animals, right? And the big samurai monster with wings. I don't even know what the fuck is going on anymore with these guys. Yeah. Uh, they start fighting. Uh, Jigen is able to kick Sasuke out of his Susanoo. Oh, my God. I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, Has that, that happened not- before? No, it's never happened. Yeah, he went through... Susanoo's supposed to be the super armor. And he kind of just like... He didn't even bust through it. He just kind of phased through it and kicked. Yeah, he kicked that. He, like he went the... through it like a hot knife through butter. It didn't look like he shattered the head of this fucking Susano thing or nothing like that. He just went clean through it, but kicked Sasuke out of it. Like, yeah, he just like bumped him out. <laughs> just like so stop playing boop. around. This thing ain't. In... Yeah. Oh, he said it's slow. Sasuke got tight. Sasuke was like, no, this is my mega sword. Don't disrespect my jutsu. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, more fighting happens. More fighting, more fighting, more fighting, more fighting. It's pretty good, to be yeah. fair. Like uh, Jigen's whipping their ass. Though. Yeah, Jigen's having not like, gonna lie. Yeah, Jigen's not like struggling against. He's them using anymore. his his sage rods and his paws and his um <laughs> and his what else? And he's just he's just beating them up. Yeah, that's all I can say. There's a lot of Taijutsu and black steel rods. Yeah, I like that they're mixing it up between big giant Megazord fights and actually squaring up hand He to shut hand. that Megazord shit down, bro. Yeah, he did. There wasn't no chance for that. We ain't seen no Megazords again. Yeah, a lot of cool familiar jutsu the Rasengan and the Amaterasu yeah. make an appearance. Yeah, in desperation. I th- oh, man, yeah, this ain't good, guys. And uh, then, uh, finally... Sasuke and Naruto, let's be clear, they are getting they ass whooped. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, Jigen uh, traps both Sasuke and Naruto uh, with his weird blade thing it's whack because jutsu doesn't work on this nigga and that's what like the seventh person that jutsu doesn't work on or whatever <laughs> that's that's the karma shit right yeah i guess so um okay okay but uh in any case naruto is just like oh we're stuck here and fucking jigen just gives them the answers like sasuke could get out of here if he's <laughs> cool with leaving you behind i think they both knew these the you know what the options were he was just being uh I don't know, rattling them. Yeah, I love it being a troll. Yep. Uh, and hey, what's uh, it going to be, guys? I know what your options are. I'm just waiting for you to choose. Yeah. Matter of so, fact, let me speed up this process. Pretty <laughs> much. But you know, they come to a conclusion pretty quickly. Sasuke is like, "I can't leave you behind." And Arto's like, "You kind of have to, bud. <laughs> We're both stuck here." He's like, you, and, "Yeah, like I, I kind of need you to beat him because, or to get out of here for the space time jutsu." So you can come back and get me at some point and you can formulate a plan? Yeah. Instead of just sitting here? But uh, And Sasuke does that. To uh, to his credit, Naruto is left behind. Uh, and uh, Jigen's like, I guess I'm just going to leave you here in this dimension. And seal you off. I'm sure I won't regret weird. that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, all right. I can appreciate that they didn't decide to kill Naruto. Because <laughs> that would have got me so tight. I probably would not have even read this shit anymore, and I probably would have took my headphones off and left the room <laughs> every time we covered Barto. However, even though it was so suspect, his reasoning for not killing Naruto, which was he never really had beef with him in the first place. He was just kind of like in the way of his plans, which means you have beef with him, bro. Am I, is that, am, am I, I mean, interpreting that wrong? He wants to have his, like, son. He wants to do something with his son. I guess it would be, uh, 
be- it would behoove him to get rid of his dad, who's all powerful. Yeah, <laughs> like this is the most powerful person in all of Ninja Land, mm-hmm. the the known Ninja Land country that Jigen is residing in right now. So, like, I don't know. I, th- I think murdering him was was the way to go. I mean, you know, Naruto's eventually gonna die. Apparently, you know, this is the past. I'll give him. He was talking about how because during the fight with Sasuke and Naruto, he kind of expended a lot of chakra and it was like he couldn't keep that otsutsuki form mm-hmm. whatever the f- yeah. fuck you call that the otsutsuki starts roasting him afterwards when he gets out yeah the g yeah okay so it's jigen and then he gave his body to the otsutsuki he, it like transforms mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's like they're not the same person yeah he's like you're a weak boy you're a weak body mm-hmm. and like while he kept using his jutsu to try to see- so he didn't kill naruto because if he had to use more uh chakra to do it he probably wouldn't have been able to get out of there either yeah or like continue surviving because his you know jigen's body was destroying he was like trying to seal him and he started crying from the pain and he was like yeah like you said he's yeah. like oh really <laughs> pussy <laughs> you're hurting uh, Ooh. <laughs> Uh, fucking asshole, man. Yeah, and the chapter closes out with uh, Kawaki's just randomly holding a picture of Naruto and just looking at it, and then um, his hand slips off and it drops to the ground and it cracks the picture because symbolism. Yes. He's like, hmm, Lord Okage. Mm. Thanks for the arm, buddy. New dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're I my, must be nice. You're my cool new dad. <laughs> But uh, anyway, that was Boruto. I mean, it was a cool chapter. We really kind of. It just, wasn't very good, but I it was f- a cool chapter. I feel bad because at the start of this podcast, we were like, "This series fucking sucks," and now we're just. Having, it was a dead corpse of its former fucking. And now we're just kind of eating our words series. as it's kind of getting a little better as it goes. It's okay. They was fighting with Sasuke and Naruto, and now one of them is presumed out of the picture so uh looks like it's going downhill from here in my opinion i'm hating we Let's never know we'll I'm, see i don't want to be on record talking shit about boruto and then next month it's like the most brilliant chapter i've ever get the <laughs> fuck out of here never <laughs> never i'm calling it right now all my fucking life it'll never happen for Boruto. Oh, it boy. will never it'll never be the best mm. chapter of the week all right but it's your life <laughs> even on black clover's worst day hmm that's rough. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough. I take that back. Uh, anyway, that was uh, Boruto. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Avengers. We are doing Avengers number motherfucking 24. Uh, this is a continuation of the Ghost Rider shit. Um we last left off where the cosmic ghost rider has arrived at the Avengers Tower and is fucking shit up and now we're in hell. <laughs> and Robbie Reyes is talking to all the previous ghost riders for a second. Um they're all just like, Yeah, your car's gonna be fixed in a second, just give it a minute and he's like, Okay. So is this a new thing with the Ghost Rider mythos with there being a whole bunch of different ghost riders? No, there've been like uh, the Avatar. No, that's always been a thing. There's always okay. been like a just bunch making of, sure. Yeah. Uh at Avengers Mountain they're just like fighting uh, Ghost Rider Punisher. It's like an okay. It's like an okay fight scene. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, they're going all out. That's what I think is is pretty dope. Yeah, and Ghost Rider is like taking down like the strongest Avengers. You know, he's got uh Captain Marvel and She Hulk and Thor all pulling out their best moves, and it's still to kind of no avail. Uh, meanwhile, as the as the uh, race continues between Johnny Blaze and Robbie 
Johnny Blaze like calls out the fucking corpse of the final host that is possessed by uh, Robbie's uncle. I'm not really sure about this because I don't know that much about Robbie Reyes myself, but I imagine his uh, uncle was a bad dude, and that's why he's in hell. Yeah, he's a confirmed bad guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back to the Avengers Tower. They're fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. Black Panther and Captain America team up for a super punch. Uh, super, um, what do you call those guys again? Regular guy punch. No, uh, <laughs> the creatures from space, the big derby space lords. Sent- uh, Sentinel? Sent- oh, Celestial? Celestial, there we go. They use this... They upgraded their suits with celestial energy to give them the punch of a celestial god. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really fucking epic. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I never I was really. Like, Damn, um, they can probably beat everybody now. <laughs> yeah, but they right? don't because Ghost Rider. Well, is, you know, he's just the like ultimate cheese lord. Yeah, he's just like casually like taking all their hits, and then he's brought down eventually by Blade and his kill everything gun um, that uh, is that the Damien guy gave him before. Remember. Are you serious? Yeah, I remember when he was like uh, doing the initial spell to get Robbie out of hell or whatever. Oh, and he was like, "Look, you might want to hold on to this mm-hmm. just in case." Yeah, this, I don't remember that, but that's pretty cool. This gun kills everything. Uh, but eventually, they get the the cosmic ghost rider to be on their side, reluctantly because he's a dick. Yeah, he's he's basically Deadpool. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Which is weird because it's Frank Castle. Yes, he's Frank Castle. That's a psychopath after being on Earth forever. It's like Edge Lord Punisher. He's like, hey, I'm gonna fuck you guys up. I'm I'm gonna beat you guys up because I'm the Punisher. I was gonna murder. A and bunch also of the Ghost Rider. Yeah. And also the Herald of Galactus. Oh, the '90s wet. Gym. And I fought with Thanos. <laughs> All of that. Uh, the '90s wet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> back in hell. Um, the final host uh, that is possessed by Robbie's uncle is just trying to destroy Robbie, but then he uh, it doesn't it doesn't work. He f- rides away for a while, but Robbie is distracted by apparently his parents have been dragged to hell. So remember, the Ghost Rider was able to swerve past and shrug off the might of an all powerful celestial being. Mm-hmm. Am I just making sure here? Mm-hmm. I didn't mess anything up with my order of events or information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we doing. So the Ghost Rider's doing that now. All right. That Ghost Rider's strong. I mean, it's also probably not even the real final host. I, I hope. <laughs> I think it's more. Case. Yeah, I think it's more of an illusion to freak him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. I guess because he's scared of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. He steps out of the car to fight him, and then it's just his dead parents show up. I don't know if they were. They weren't dead before, but now they're just dead. And then. Uh, he's like, "You guys are down here. What? Why? Why? Why are you in hell?" And they're just like, "I don't know. We were just having a barbecue." Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're like, wait, y'all are dead and y'all are now? What the fuck? Yeah, imagine that. What did y'all, what did y'all do? <laughs> we didn't do anything. We're Christian. And then, like, Ghost Rider's like, I have the power to bring back anybody I want to hell. Ha ha. And rides away, and that's where the issue ends. <laughs> As the final hosting destroys Robbie's car. How many times are going to break his fucking car for it to come back together? Yeah. And. You know, do Ghost Rider. Things. I mean, I'm just surprised. Man, whatever. I'm just surprised they haven't thrown a fucking blue shell at him. Yeah, I think that's the next. I wouldn't thing. have been mad. 
And they're going to destroy his car with a blue shell? <laughs> Dude, I think, well, you know, I think the next issue is going to have all of them in, the, in their own whip. They all, they all have their own car, and it's going to be a fucking death Big racing <laughs> match. I hope it is. Oh, I didn't I know, know all the Ghost Riders were Hispanic. They are just going to carpool in one giant no, car? No, not the fucking Ghost Riders. <laughs> the Avengers. They're oh, the Avengers? Cars. Yeah. Oh, they're going to come in in their cars? Cosmic Ghost Rider was like, yeah, I got to, like, we're, we're about to enter a death race in the realm of hell, so y'all need some sweet rides. I love the 90s <laughs> in the late 80s. You like my cool fucking outfit? I, may, I, I have metal armor and a flaming skull, and I'm the Punisher. Ooh, so fucking edgy. And uh, I don't even care if they're bad guys anymore. I was just going to murder a bunch of people. Anyways, because that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, let's leave them alone. <laughs> well, that was a I've had my fun. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like overly excited. Avengers has been just like um, um, Promise Neverland for me. I'm just kind of going with the motion, like, uh, all right. Eventually, it'll be good. Yeah, eventually. But uh, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> at some point, it'll just decide to be good to us. But uh, a Ghost Rider story is supposed to be good. Am I right or wrong? I don't know. I don't know the track <laughs> records for Ghost Rider stories. <laughs> I haven't really caught up. Yeah, I know yeah. I have. <laughs> I mean, well, so we'll have to see because the new whole era is starting for these guys. So, yeah, that's true. But in any case, uh, that was Avengers. Uh, time to go back to Japan. Ah! <laughs> Promise Neverland. Uh, we are on Promise Neverland, chapter, if this thing wants to load real quick, chapter 151. Uh, I spoke this chapter into existence. I mentioned Promise Neverland before on the previous comic we just spoke about, mm-hmm. and now we have it. That's yeah. me doing that. Josh is all powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, let me say this, guys. Uh, Promise Neverland has been pretty fucking whack for me. For a little while, not gonna lie, only because it set such a high bar, and like it's been sad because it's been like it was really, really good, and then it was like it plateaued for a long time, then it got cool, then it plateaued a little bit more, then it just went down, 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 down. I stopped giving a fuck, bro, right? Mm-hmm. But this chapter, my nigga, matter of fact, the past few chapters have been good, but this one, this one, bro. This is what I'm going to give it, a certified very good chapter. Do you know what that is, Christian? A certified very good chapter. Yes. <laughs> certified VGC. Yeah. Certified VGC. You're welcome, Brian. Drop anyway. coming through. Yeah, drop coming through. through. <laughs> yeah. and anyway, Anyways. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. I feel, it was, it was I feel the same thing about uh, Promised Neverland. I'm a little more lenient towards it. I think I liked it slightly You're more. a lot more lenient towards it, but, but that's I good. I didn't hate it, I but I also wasn't like crazy about it. It never does reach that height that um the first uh, arc really had. Uh it it's crazy when you set such a high bar up top. It's one of my it was one of my favorites on my list. It's like the absolute opposite of what happened with One Piece. Yeah. I guess so. Even though I could argue that One Piece is good all the way. <laughs> but in any case, Promise Neverland, chapter 151. Zazie walks in uh, after the queen wrecks everybody in the Gielan clan. Um, 
And uh, he just started. Yeah, they're done. They're done for. Yeah, he's not even saying the, the other monsters that they was fighting against. Remember their whole backstory? All that, that doesn't matter no more. Yeah. They lost. Uh, and it doesn't even fucking matter. Zazi doesn't even waste words. He just goes in immediately, starts chopping away. I'm a fucking yeah, Queen Sindel. Uh, I'm a super advanced human coming for you. Yeah. And then the other two come in, and uh, we get a flashback of Norman explaining the battle plan. Um, and basically. It's pretty simple. They're planning on wearing her down because uh, uh, as long as they're not eating, they can't replenish any energy they've lost from any combat. So Yeah, that's one of the... I wouldn't say a downside, but that's just one of the... That's something that they have to maintain. And, um, you know, they use the other clan, the other monsters, to get her to that point where, you know, she's not at the top of her game. Giving them the only chance they would ever have against someone like her. Yeah, and uh, the queen may have, like beaten all these guys pretty easily but it must have been a lot of energy to expend to eliminate that many people in such a small amount of time mm-hmm. uh so it's not like and even still she's still like holding her own against three really strong people uh but her movements are uh slowing down as uh, as they just keep relentlessly letting her up uh zazi is is like the main spear and the other two are just basically playing defense just yeah trying support to, mm-hmm. uh and like making it so that Zazi could only like all he has to do is focus on trying to hit her and not worrying about, you know, covering his own um mistakes and shit. Yeah, and then really solid strategy. Yeah, and then like the Queen shows that she did not skip fucking arm day and gets a broly arm and just block right through the, uh, this lady's fucking gut. Uh yeah, they cut her arm off and she grows it back, right? Or my is that is what that it is? no 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 she just like had she just like gets bulky as fuck she gets like fucking the rocks muscles and just jams her fucking nails through this oh kid, yeah this I see thing. it yeah 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 okay I remember I yeah she got stabbed right through oh her, her name is Barbara chest. dude Barbara was about to get munched so she could, you know imagine seeing your own homie get snacked on so she could get stronger the kids from Attack <laughs> on Titan see it all the time oh my god <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and then, uh, but Zazi doesn't let her get eaten. And uh, thank God, chops a big fucking Hulk arm off. And then he gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, he starts losing his cool. And I think they're just hinting that, like at this point, Zazi ha- can be theoretically brought down because now he's like blinded with rage. Um, they fight some more, and it's kind of revealed that uh, at some point the demons have ingested poison, uh, so everybody's dying. Yeah, they're turning, they're turn like this poison is turning, like reverting monsters back into their wild state. Mm. And the print, the queen got infected with it as well. Now, obviously, she's like a really strong monster, and she's eating a lot of high quality human meat, so she's not diverting nearly as quickly as some of the common folk that we're seeing in the next panel. And it's really terrible because you got the little kids running away from probably their own fucking parents and neighbors that have turned into wild animals and are now. Trying to feast on their bones and flesh. Yeah. And Yikes. But makes a good chapter, in my opinion, though. No cat. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Everybody knows the secret sauce to a good chapter is terrified children. Oh, that <laughs> stakes. Uh, Emotional ones. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's pretty big. Uh, it doesn't affect Queen Sindel to like, that much of an extent, but she can't extend her fingers anymore. So she is low on defense. But uh, Zazi brings down his blade on her, and uh, all we get, the last panel, is literally just blood splattering everywhere. So, who knows how this turned out? Uh, Queen Sundell could have just pulled something out last minute, like she did against Gielan, 
or Zazie could have just jammed a fucking blade through between your skull. Let's hope that it's the uh, latter. Yeah, but something tells me it's not. Yeah, I think he's gonna be split in half or something. Yeah, I mean something's got something go. like that because Emma still has to get there. You know, mm-hmm. when the queen goes down, then then there's nothing for Emma to do anymore. She can't save anybody at that point. Mm, oh. Is that what it is? I mean, I imagine... Because I, I figured the queen could die. I mean, it was, I mean, it's just a matter of, like, let's not kill all the monsters. Maybe. I mean, This queen could die. Maybe. If I, I was that mad, let Makes sense die. either way. I, I would, you know, makes sense either way. I know Ray's like, listen, I'm just... <laughs> listen to She could get smoke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's okay. She's pretty... <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> whack. Yeah, she's not cool. Uh, but anyway, that was Problems Neverland. Certified VGC. Certified VGC. And now we're going back to America. I am the Dominican Justin Bieber. For Powers of X. Oh, shit. We didn't cover this yet? No. I... You know what? I'm not intimidated by this. <laughs> Neither just, am I. Let's just get through it. Let's Neither through am it. I. I'm not afraid of you, Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, I'm not. And you know what, boy? You hit me with some heavy shit this chapter that I felt a little bit insecure about, so I went on Google. Huh. Just oh, oh I thought cookie, you were... Uh, no, I thought like... Uh, that was something else. I thought you meant something else. But uh-uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, uh-uh. Powers of X. Uh, we start at uh, the X-Men year one. Uh, and it's basically the scene is about how they developed the Cerebro system that they have now. Uh, essentially, Forge is responsible for it. Yeah, and the birth of the Cerebro was created from... <laughs> how do I word this? Uh, I want to be very, very, very slick about this. Uh, nah, nothing comes to mind. They just had one hell of an edgelord uh, fucking pretentious conversation. I like Don't it. you think so? No. This, this to me, showed that... like. Like, why is it Professor X making these faces and saying these things I mean, in this way? Bad guy. I mean, but this is classic Hickman. Bad guy. It's classic Hickman. Look at him. He looks like Lex fucking Luther. He does. But, you know, all bald white dudes look like Lex Luthor. That's not true. <laughs> he's acting sinister and he's like, huh, I don't care about the uh, consequences of these things. Well, to be fair, there's no, this isn't a bad thing that they're pitching even. The idea. He said, of the "What if?" Bro. He said, "What if we needed a nuke? What if the the power you needed was a nuclear reactor or something like that?" And that was a hypothetical. It was hypothetical, and he was like, "And they don't end up using that." They don't. But he was saying, <laughs> "I would." Yeah, I mean, we use nuclear reactors, which are bad. Well, <laughs> mutants can't use them for what? It's it's not fair. Okay, fair enough. We're all gonna put like an extra fucking. Goodness thing on mutants is like you guys are better than this, you know. So Lex Luthor gets his helmet created by Forge. <laughs> I do love this one, this uh, this exchange though, because it's such a cool. Like this is just Hickman not leaving any stone unturned in terms of this story. Yes, he does this. <laughs> he was like, okay, so this is exactly how all of the information would be stored. And I'm reading all of this, and I'm like, Hickman, it's okay. I, I love you. it, man. I mean, I some no 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 some of the excerpts I you know are very informative. But this one was kind of like just like you didn't you didn't get that vibe like all right Hickman uh, it's cool I take your word for it. Well, this is interesting because this is like a, a world building thing, you know. I, I feel suppose, like you know what it's gonna play some type of role down the end. Yeah, the process of this 
in of itself could be something that's exploited in the future and the cause for some type of conflict within the development of this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I mean, I get it. I'm, I know that. I'm you working know? under the assumption that Hickman is going to have us understand, like, is going to use every bit of information that he gives us here uh, to create his new. I'm also under the assumption that it's like Cerebro used to be one thing for a very long time. It was just to find mutants and to add this whole other feature, which is crazy. Yeah, and it is cool because he's looking at it like that's what's cool about Hickman. He look, he takes what they have and he's like, no, I'm going to expand this way more than yeah. Than, it's than, also than like it is. it's a cool way to look at the logistics of a, of a thing. Um, the idea that these are questions I had even mm-hmm. you know when I was thinking about it is like how many mutants does he have in his brain? Uh, like how or in, in Cerebro? How many? How could he even store that? type of data he can't be that strong as a guy i mean in 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 so many words he's it's not him that stores it uh they're using like shiar technology logic crystals mm-hmm. uh memory logic crystals and, or something like that yeah combined with like krakoan tech yeah like, technology developed on krakoa you know. and as the years went by forge's powers and his ability to just kind of build whatever the fuck he wants they needed like trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of like gigabytes basically pretty much like you know how your iphone only has like 64 or something they needed a lot more yeah and um (laughs) so that that's that's yeah so here's some they're going for quick bullet points cerebro is built with shiar tech combined with krakoan tech uh the functionality is such the new cerebro that's on his head yeah and there's five backups yes. in case, like, the main one is destroyed before anything. And they're all located in different places. There's uh, the House of X, Island M, Summer House, The Point, uh, the point and Moira's No Place. Where I think they're fucking hiding Moira at this time. In this timeline. So she doesn't get yeah, killed yeah, so Yeah, just in case. Cause, and whatever yeah. No Place is, is very important. Also, it mentions that uh, they've experimented with... Uh, transplanting human uh, mutant minds into different bodies and uh i mean i don't think they've it doesn't work oh, no, like, no, they, they can't never, do it You'll they never die. experimented but they 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 have a theory that if you say if you wanted to put nightcrawler's mind into wolverine's body it would prove fatal yeah but again like this is just really fancy talk for like saying okay here are the rules of this and it's just like i mean yeah i mean but there's also I, the thing i don't think they had he had to do but there's little as details. much as he did I think it these, is fun I, I guess these little details just make your world a little more richer but was it necessary do you feel like oh okay now i can give him a pass on whatever's going on with his story i mean he went way deeper than i thought he would yeah but that's all i'm trying to say in, in theory it's never a bad thing to no, and I'm, it and and it is in hindsight, it's silly to. And this is a thing that I think is interesting. Is this is an important note? I feel like that will probably pay off in the future. Is that it's possible for a strong enough telepath to repeat to do this process on himself, so he can just implant his mind into different bodies. Xavier did it twice, uh, so that's probably how he got his Phantom X body. Um, oh, as far as like not. Being able to not being in a wheelchair, yeah, that's his body why that he has. Okay, remember it's supposed to be Phantom X's body that he didn't he implanted himself in. He this is probably how he did it is through the Cerebro. Who's Phantom X? Phantom X is a mutant. You don't know him. He's uh, he's fun. Uh, I I know him from uh, X Force, Uncanny X Force, the team where Wolverine. And so that's Deadpool. his body. Mm-hmm. So that's not X. That's not that's not Xavier's body. Oh shit! 
Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Meanwhile, at the Louvre, uh, we uh, we cut to uh, year year ten of the X Men. This is where they get Emma Frost to join. This on. was the good conversation, in my opinion. This, this was the sick I... conversation. First of all, this all this every issue... part every conversation was pretty into yeah. But you know yeah. the dialogue in this issue is awesome. Uh, it's powerful. It's so good. Know. But basically, they they're getting Emma on board because they need a distributor for the miracle drugs they're making on Krakoa, and uh, she's not cool with it at first. But they offer her. You know, a f- they offer you her a fifty dollar, a fifty year deal where she's like the exclusive. She's gonna be so fucking rich. Yeah, she's the exclusive. I mean, which at the end of the day, what does that even really matter? What is wealth in yeah. this new mutant world anyway? And, and then right? they—that's what was confusing to me. Well, she was like, "Oh, mm, twenty years? Why not fifty years?" And it's just I mean, like, "Bitch, we're trying to make paradise for mutants. What the fuck is that?" Well, matter? she wants to be part of that. Maybe she wants to be part of that paradise for more than 20 years. Dog, she's a mutant. Yeah, but she wants to be an active role, a leadership role. Speaking of which... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, there is a leadership. There is a council of Krakoa that they reveal here. There are 12 seats in total. uh, And in in exchange for her being the distributor of this miracle drug, she is also... uh, She's also granted two seats on the, uh, the council... At first, and it's mo- mostly because they want her to get Sebastian Shaw on board. Um, for those who don't know, I only know <laughs> Sebastian Shaw through uh, the X-Men First Class movie where he showed up and had the ability to absorb impacts or powers and stuff and make it his. It's a, yeah, that still is his powers in the, in the comics. It's the same, same thing. He's really, really strong. Um, he's He works in the government. Yeah, he's... Um, he's been a politician at some point. He's a he is a mutant. Shaw possesses the ability to absorb absorb energy and transform it into raw strength. Uh, and he used to be speed durability. Mm-hmm. And he used to be part of. Uh, he used to be the head of Emma's uh, current thing. That's the company, the Hellfire Company. And um, yeah, they want him back. And also, but Emma's like, all right, cool. If you want me to do all that, then I yeah, want. Yeah, she him. mentions that they just got rid of him. What happened with that? I don't know. Uh, that's probably a past thing, hmm. but um, yeah. She also says like, "I'll do it," but I want three seats on the council. I wonder who that third one's going to. Well, there's a lot of them that are blanked out. We learn um, there's a little informational page that shows that all these uh, mutants, the mutants that we know of on the council, there are there are twelve or oh, there are fourteen people on the council in all. Well, the yeah. extra two are kind of just you yeah. Know. The extra two are Krakoa, Cipher, and Krakoa, which is obviously necessary but there are also four uh i and uh the only only people we know of already by this point on the council revealed the rest are blacked out yeah i can't imagine that they wouldn't have wolverine on this council or like or cyclops, cyclops. yeah oh, oh marvel girl <laughs> there's no way Jean gray isn't on it either who's I, that i'm <laughs> you're such a piece of shit I don't know why you're so fixated on that. It's kind of crazy because <laughs> I never heard that word up until now. Yeah, she's that's how that was her original name. That's how she went by. I watched the X Men cartoons, bro. <laughs> she was always Jean. I mean, the they stopped calling Jean. her that after a while. But you know, who cares? That's her mutant name. You know, that's her superhero name. Anyway. uh... 
real quick, I don't want to spend too much more time on Powers of X because we, I, I figure we want to discuss it opinion-wise <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. little second. Uh, Professor X, we cut to him like transmitting his message to the mutant world, and then he goes to Namor. And Namor is like, uh-huh. no thanks. Yeah, he's, yeah he, he has... I had to read this part a few times. Cause I was trying to really figure out what was the point he was making. I right? think deep down he sees through Xavier's shit, and I think he's the only one. But what is it, right? And are we supposed to know that already, or is that supposed to be foreboding? You know what I'm saying? I think it's supposed to be foreboding. Okay, that makes me feel way better. Because we I'm don't like, know this is what his... Because he called Charles a small man, and then I felt like a small man, because I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck you, Namor. I'm going to figure this out. And fuck you too, Jonathan Hickman. God damn it. You make me feel like a small man. Forcing me to level up. And <laughs> brought in my horizons. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I was actually kind of excited to see Namor on here. Uh, he is a mutant, huh? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought he was an Atlantean or something. Yeah, well, he's a mutant. Uh, and uh, Then why does he live underwater? In rural... I don't know. What is his fucking deal? Does he is is no, there he's Atlantis? A he is a mutant, and he is there is an Atlantis in Marvel as well, yes. right? But it's not like it's, I, I don't know. Whatevs. All right. I'm happy to see Namor because he showed up in Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run as a prominent character. And yeah, like, he liked Namor a lot for some reason. I mean, Namor was part of the council, so he was there by de facto. But it was good to see him again. Hmm. Uh, I imagine he's going to play a slightly bigger role as the only one who sees through Xavier shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you don't think you're better than others. Which is a good thing. You don't want Charles to really think he's better than others. He's. This is supposed... Alright, we'll save opinion for the end. Uh, X-Men Year 1000 begins. Uh, the Phalanx des- decide to take up these future people on their on their offer. And essentially, they're going to be assimilated into the into the Phalanx... Uh, memory base. Thing. Yeah, they're going to be archived forever, but, but not. But for shock real. of all shocks, it's going to kill everyone on this planet. <laughs> yeah, they're going to consume the planet and all its technology and all that. You know, bring it apart into phalanx, and then that's it. They're going to keep doing what they do. So this is when an explanation was incredibly necessary, and and not only necessary, I appreciated it because he did something that. You know, I just wish more comic book writers would do. Um, he clearly states at one point that these phalanx people, for as mighty as they seem, and he's making them out to be, you know, someone like Galactus that we all know and have seen and has been a problem for the Earth many times, can challenge these yeah. creatures. You know, they're not like the Beyonders mm-hmm. in that sense. Or, you know... They're they're they, afraid of both Galactus and the Phoenix, which is foreboding. Yes. Wow. I can't, why did I not even? I just kind of assumed because this is definitely not the first time that a different series has said no. The Phoenix Force is one of those things out there that just cannot be stopped. It is too raw. Pretty much, yeah. You know, what I'm, yeah, like it's too so, raw. Too raw. Uh, I loved this issue. I loved it too, man. I it's it's the type of writing that at this point I'm just like, is know, something wrong with us that we're finding very few flaws in this thing? 
Uh, it's not about that. It's not about finding flaws. It's about knowing who we're dealing with and saying like, all right, Hickman can't be, no one can be perfect. And then you just read these week by week and you're like, like even me, I, I, I dwell in the negative. I try to just sometimes look for shit just to bring it up as a point to talk about on this fucking podcast. Yeah, your biggest problem with this series is they call Jean Grey Marvel. Right? Yeah, like I can't even fucking say anything. Sometimes. Bad. Only get mad. Like I get mad at the pretentious shit, but at the end of the day, I love it. That's why I got Hick. I, I, I read Jonathan Hickman because I want to see their pretentious shit. Mm-hmm. I, only like I mean, he does it really well. Like when he was in the courtroom. Remember when he's in the courtroom with Sabretooth? Mm-hmm. And I, I was mad, man. I was upset. Because I was just like, eh, y'all don't got to act this way. But at the end of the day, he's he's creating the story. And, mm-hmm. oh, man. Like, if you don't... I remember learning about this when I was young. If you don't really get mad or feel emotional towards certain characters in a the story, then they're not doing their job well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then they're not good characters. So, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um... I was gonna say something else before I forget, man. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I like the little. I, I'm a big fan. Of, like, feed me more story, more world building. I'm fine with like explain Cerebro twelve thousand times to me. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm. I was. Just, I'm just nitpicking, man. Um, this. Just so everyone understands, you know what what happened in year. What was that? One thousand or ten thousand? I think it was one thousand. In the in, yeah, in that in that yeah, one thousand x. Um, so the phalanx, they, they, they basically kind of, they're painting this picture for us that, okay, at the end of the day, you know, robots rule over the greater part of the universe. And that's kind of like what these celestials are at the end of the day. They're just kind of like organic robots mm-hmm. in a way. Cause they're, they're made from organic cause matter is matter. Do you have organic and organic matter, but it's all matter. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, what makes something organic is probably i don't think we have a full understanding of and it's probably just subjective to what we view as what is life what is occurring life Mm -hmm. you know so that's what these things are they're these biological machines and instead of thinking that they was going to come and protect them and 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 create a sanctuary for them or something they said nah all right we respect your shit uh so we're just going to consume you and we think you're worthy of remembering Mm -hmm. that's it like so just so you guys understand that was kind of like the effect we'll see what happens i guess in the next powers of x but yeah we got two left Oh, there's two more left? There's House of X and Powers of X, the final issues of each. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that there's two more oh, Powers no, of yeah, X. No, okay, yeah. The next one is the... Yeah, And then so. after that, it's X-Men. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys are excited. Get yeah. excited. Get excited. I bet Dr. Stone's next. How much you want to bet? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> All right. You got it. Uh, it's either one piece of Dr. Stone. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh. So you punched the gorilla's head off. <laughs> oh, it's called partner, but it should be called gangster time. No. Oh. <laughs> you looking for the randomizer? No. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we are on Samurai 8. <laughs> oh, I was wrong? Yeah. Now you owe me everything. Oh, my God. We got so many more fucking comics to come. Not really. Samurai 8, chapter 19, whatever it takes. Uh, we start off at this weird planet, you know, where the where the tournament's supposed to take place, and these two big doofy guys walk in. And it's like the next battle royale is coming up. Which one of these random samurai keys that we have shall we take? So, ooh, ooh. ominous bad guys. 
And he killed a lot of people because he has their robot spines. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, this actually was a good chapter. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was fine? All right, let me stop. I, I, I was enjoying it up to the very end, and I'll explain why when we get there. <laughs> uh, basically, they've decided to go off to this battle royale planet thing, and um, they start... Uh, eventually, it's just like, uh, we're going to train Hachimaru because he can't fight yet. Uh so they start doing that. Uh, it's Ryu, the the black-haired samurai versus Hachimaru. And uh, they basically fight like 32 times and Hachimaru loses every single time. But he's getting a little better as it goes. Uh, yeah. You know, Ryu has to switch it up a little bit every time, like after a certain point. Yeah. And then like on the final one, Hachimaru finally figures out his, his winning strategy. Uh, he swings down his sword but as a distraction, because he pulls out like his actual, like his not samurai soul sword, and you know he cuts off his arm as uh, Ryu is going in for a strike, and uh, he cuts off his arm as he's launching it, like he's he's on the downswing, so it creates momentum, so it flies. So it the flies end. off after cutting it. Yeah, he yeah. cuts it off, and then it's like it's about to reach both of them. Uh, and Hachimaru, in order to uh, get his point, he has to avoid the blade coming in for him. And to do that, he cuts his full whole fucking head off. Yeah, so just <laughs> just a review, guys. So he cut his own arm off in an attempt to launch his sword plus arm towards his opponent. And at the same time, to avoid his opponent's slash, he chopped his own head off <laughs> to, to bounce over the slice. And it, like his opponent sliced in 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 the area where his where his head was supposed to be. Yeah. So he missed. He whiffed his slash. He he whiffed the, his slash, and then he got cut by Hachimaru's, uh, yeah, arm sword jab. And it was basically the stupidest strategy I've ever seen. But he got the point, and it was thinking outside the box. Ho ho ho! Clever, clever. No, it's not. If he had all this time to hack through his own neck. Which must take time. Could he not just dodge? Yeah. Or if he had all that. If time, you had that fast to be able to cut your own head off before this nigga reaches you and all of that shit, why can't you just yeah dodge and just slash turn him slightly? It must take a second to cut through your neck. Maybe he did it like with his mind, like he made his head pop up. You can't do that. You can't? You can't make this parts is, of your body separate from you? He's not Buggy the Clown. He can't just do that. He's a, he, he has to cut off a piece of him in order for that to work. Fuck. He can't just detach his own head. Yo, that's wild. So I apparently mean, they could survive the head getting cut off. This is Kishimoto who once wrote strategy for Shikamaru that was like so fucking smart. Right? I mean, you know... And, and then he's just like, think about I'm it, it wasn't that. Off. It wasn't that in depth. It was weird because you it know was sm- way smarter. Than it was this. smart because like it took you by surprise, and it was like a oh yeah, that is how his abilities work anyway, and nobody was even thinking about that. And this, it was kind of just a like, haha, look at this, he was being creative, and look how wild he is. This is a dumb. And thing to me, I felt like you didn't learn anything, bro, because you still had to get your feet under you and learn how to dodge and swing and parry and all that. Like, it's kind of wild that like. I said this was a good chapter. Thirty, yes, it was. You, it was cool. You said it was just weird at the end. Out of thirty-two times, 
you figured the only way to win this battle is to cut your own head off. It's kind of retarded. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was weird because he was saying it and I was like, is that is he supposed to be congratulating him while like in, a, in amazement? Because... Yeah, everybody's like, whoa. He actually did it. I wonder Dharma in his mind is like, hmm. Mm, I'm proud of my student. He figured it out. Or like, hmm, we have a long way to go. <laughs> One or the other. He's yeah. There's no middle ground after that. No, Dharma's like you wanted more excitement, did you? Does that fit the bill? I'm like, shut up. This, yeah, this was dumb. That's what the other kid should have said. Shut up, Dharma. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You fucking Your pupil idiot. just cut his own fucking head off to dodge a slash. Does that? <laughs> does that sound efficient to you? <laughs> no, I, like, ugh, dummy. I, I mean, you know, dummy. <laughs> I, Stupid. I, I'm not as mad as this as I'm making it seem. I'm putting it on a little bit, but also it's just like I am. I wasn't that mad about it. Then I remember what really happened, and then I guess the whole like cloak. I was amazed, like, oh, that was so crazy, and I realized that no, this was dumb. Yeah, that was Hachimaru, guys. Yeah, Hachimaru. It was <laughs> fucking dumb. Uh, but anyway, yeah. let's uh, move on <laughs> to. Carnage, absolute carnage. We're doing two tie-ins today, real quick. Lightning rounds. Lightning uh, round. We're doing uh That was supposed to be lightning. Absolute Carnage Miles Morales because I'm too nice. <laughs> um this was finally something that we haven't seen immediately after Carnage. Yes. I would have been upset if if they had did that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But basically it's just Miles trying to win his body back from this carnage thing and you know. He, uh, it wasn't sent- not interesting. No, it was fine. Uh, he's uh, sent to kill J. Jonah Jameson for some reason. What, did, was J. Jonah Jameson a Carnage person? No, I think they just want to like... <laughs> Fuck J. They Jonah probably want to capture him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? Go kill that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what? He can eat a dick. Literally? Go kill that motherfucker right now. Show me what's really good. This is literally part of every Spider-Man storyline. Take Dirty that, Dan with you, too. Is that after a certain point, like the villain's just like, you know what? We're going to fucking kill J. Jonah Jameson. Really? This is a reoccurring thing? It feels that way. Remember, like, I feel like in The Amazing Spider-Man, even, that, like, every time there's an evil venom plan, it's just like, by the way, go kill J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's one of the things you want to do. But he's uh, protected by Silver Sable. Uh, long-time Spider-Man character who has a lightsaber. She's cool. I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> she's she's pretty cute. She was she, in Dan Slott Spider-Man before, like towards the end. No, she was. Right uh, she's lost. been around for a while. No, no, I'm saying that she oh, yeah. most recently. I remember her from that. Remember, yeah. they was in her country. They was trying to yeah do stuff. Yeah, do things. He lost his whole company after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you know the carnage just fuck her up, uh, and uh, Miles is unable to control his symbiote and he takes a big crunch out of Jonah, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, and that's where that ends. It was fine. It's a good tie-in. Yeah, things happen in between, but, you know, that's what really happened. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 30. Uh, this was kind of a review until it wasn't. It's kind of confusing because I don't know where exactly in the storyline this lands because they're still in the lab, right? So, okay, Creepy maggot man or centipede. Uh, his name is uh, Kindred. Kindred. Yeah, yeah, he's just like talking shit. Just the like, grossest guy alive. Yeah. 
um, he's he's at the Ravencroft Institute, and I didn't know if he was aware of what's going on with Carnage. No, he wasn't at Ravencroft. He was at the jail. This that, has to have been before uh, Absolute Carnage when he shows up there, you know, because Osborne's out right now. Was Osborne in Ravencroft, or was he in a prison? I think he's in Ravencroft. And that's the place that got taken over by Carnage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I'm yeah. saying. He's still in the yeah, cell yeah. at that point, so it must. So be this before. is before the the yeah. This is before the the major Carnage event, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. In any case, Spider Man and Carnage are fighting. I I don't know. Is this in the Institute? By the way, I'm not exactly sure. Let me actually go to Spider Man. Sorry, guys. Or am I bugging? Because I I'm not. Sure. Oh no, I think they're still in the Maker's Lab, and Peter's just fighting yes. Osborne. And that's what takes up the majority of this issue. Uh, he's getting fucked up by Osborne. I mean, there was a lot to say. I mean, this chapter was kind of about Spider-Man. All right. So they make a reference to Secret Wars from back in the day. It's really just a... I didn't know that that's where Spider-Man got his symbiote yeah, from. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, so he, he put it on knowingly. So it didn't happen like how it well, did. Well, he didn't know it was the symbiote. It, it, he actually got it on him by accident. And then went out to go fight because he because everybody he said that everybody else got upgrades and he was just trying to see if he could power up or something and they came across that and was like all right cool yeah it's a quick retelling of the venom yeah. how it got to him and stuff and damn what did he have to do in, who did he have to fight against in Secret Wars what do you mean in the Secret Wars event everybody kind of had it was kind of it was really shonen in a sense everybody had to go and fight somebody well everybody was fighting. The, the Beyonder, but like they had to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody had to fight each either other. Either they had to. F- oh, think, is that what happened? Yeah, I think uh, Spider-Man fights against the Fantastic Four at some point. Oh shit, man! That must have been a crazy I have Secret Wars fucking if you want fight, to man. Yeah, I want to read it. I have it in on Comicsology. Dope, dope. All right. Anyway, uh, I want to get through this really quickly. Yeah, um, there's like these flashbacks uh, to when Flash was alive, which was sad. Um, Flash Gordon, yeah, because he did not Flash Gordon. Flash Thompson. Same shit. No, it's not. I know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Spider-Man gets defeated by Norman Osborn. And that's kind of where the issue ends. Good issue overall. Um, yeah. I guess this takes place right after Venom, uh, Absolute Carnage 3. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. After. But uh, both good tie-ins. It's, uh, it's very uh, rare that that happened for Absolute Carnage. Yeah. Uh, I, we usually have a problem with at least one. <laughs> yeah, true that. These are both, I guess, to the point. The only problem I would have is that they just were pretty average. Yeah. Overall. But. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's, it's an improvement. Uh, but with that being said, let's go back to Japan. For One Piece. Finally. Chapter 956, Big News. Yeah, and big fucking chapter. This is, again, one of those chapters that remind you, and I will keep saying this, that One Piece is on fucking top and is the king. I agree. These no are... one else could do transition chapters like this better. No one. Well, one... Do you count this as a transition? Yeah. It is, right? Okay. No okay, one could so do these better. Here's... I agree. And, and Oda kind of wrote the textbook on this type of he, thing. He sure did. He sure did. Well said, Chris. Uh, but anyway, it's basically catching us up with the events around the world. Oda does this between all of his arcs, but because Wano has like a three-act structure to it, it's been coming between the act breaks of Wano, mm-hmm. which is dope. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, essentially, we get uh, the, the uh, Neptune and uh, the rest of the fishmen 
uh, royalty was returned safely back to Ryugu Palace in the Fishman Island by Garp, uh, yeah. Luffy's grandfather. Which is interesting because I thought something happened. He stepped down as vice admiral. Uh, he's not to Garp. Oh, I mean, Garp. as far as yeah, everybody getting back home safely, something did happen. All right, there's been a fatality apparently at the Reverie, and um, apparently something also happened to Sabo. Yeah, and we don't know what happened. Also. At the uh, World Economic Journal, the pre- the president of the World Economic Journal, one of my favorite characters, and I know he's one of your favorite characters. Literally, now, my so. actual favorite character. This is your actual favorite character. <laughs> and let me now? tell like, you, that's why. not on the One Piece crew let, or let, period. Like in the you, whole series, in all of fiction. And let me tell you, why. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you why. This motherfucker's a. First of all, he's a president and a journalist, but he's also a massive bird. Yes, yeah, like Big Bird, but way more gangster. Is it his devil fruit? Is he a bird person? Who knows? We don't know, and you never will fucking know. I but bet. you know what? He takes down a CP zero member, bare fisted, with no no extra tech or nothing. Yeah, Just he seems put- to be able to beat the shit out of CP cipher pole members. And guys, check it out. So the guy pulls up to his own news office with a mail, right? That says, hey, uh, with a check saying, hey, uh, you're getting paid by my companies to, for you to not put these headlines out. And he was like, man, I'm a reporter. I love money, but I'd never do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, well, I got a gun and I'm forcing you not to. Ooh. He just gets boxed out by this bird man. Oh, my God. Yeah. He got his shit fixed real quick. <laughs> and he said, the fuck out of here. You're going to tell me what to do on my newspaper. I'm a big bird nigga <laughs> i'm a big bird and i fuck niggas up and uh yeah they basically are gonna move their offices now because they're probably on the run from the government also quick detail i didn't notice in the first read apparently uh wapple has contacted them with some sneaky info so wapple remember wapple nope you don't remember wapple he's the villain for uh chopper's arc the munch munch man who the fuck is that again? Wapple. Where is he at? He's not here. He doesn't show up in this chapter. He, he calls, calls him? Yeah. Remember from uh, Chopper's arc? Oh, King Wapole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember him. He's still a king? Yeah, he uh, he found a new kingdom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the comic book Queendom, uh, it, which is now the revolutionary headquarters, they're apparently getting some really devastating news about Sabo, uh, Luffy's third brother, third sworn brother, and... Uh, revolutionary second in command yeah so if he's not dead guys he's definitely like you know captured and something's going on with him because he's not good either like he didn't win his fight i would say that he's made some some kind of a choice because everybody's disappointed more than they're like it doesn't seem like he's an actual danger it's that they believe that sabo may have done something to compromise the revolutionaries oh shit maybe uh, but it's uh, it's also said that he probably didn't make his presence known at the reverie because his brother was there and he didn't notice him. Whose brother? Uh, Sabo's uh, blood brother, uh, Steli. He's the uh, the king of the Goa kingdom, oh, where Luffy yeah. and them are from. Yeah, because he got separated from. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an asshole though. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so everybody, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they on bring Sabo. it back, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, One Piece, oh, like, oh, you remember that guy for seven years ago when you oh, was reading this comic? You remember this girl from the first chapter? <laughs> oh, that's missing his barrel, man. 
Yeah. Chairs Doflamingo even Sama. shows up reading the news and is super entertained. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, back on the pirate island full of lead. Full of lead. <laughs> Get it? Full of lead? And pump you full of lead. Yeah. He's clever. A, yeah. Uh, Blackbeard is like, we're leaving and we're going to get, we're going to claim a prize of some sort that the Navy has. Um, and it's revealed, uh, the next scene is Kobe talking on the phone with somebody, which is actually X-Drake. X-Drake is a secret uh, military spy. Yes. So is your boy Law acquitted of his, uh, crimes? We don't know yet. I don't think But it's looking good for him. It's looking like he didn't tell. No. I would say that, like... X-Drake was the one who watched him go and didn't do anything because it suited his... his uh, it didn't really affect his plan. You better way. hope that's the case. It's looking like that's 95% the case. Well, he but didn't say anything. It's, your boy's not clear yet. Let me tell you something. Let me find out. Oh, my God. You know. If you remember that scene, he walks out and notices X-Drake there and then walks away immediately. After yeah, like, huh, are you not mad that I snitched on my boys? You he gonna just snitch. let me he didn't slide snitch. on that? He didn't oh, I... He didn't snitch. That's what it is. X-Drake let him slide for being a rat. He didn't snitch. So, fuck are you? <laughs> Said these cats don't chill when rats around. Tom and Jerry. That was uh, a <laughs> that was official. That said that. All right. She's nice. She's a better rapper. Uh, he's talking to Kobe, who is also a member of his top secret organization, which is interesting. Uh, I thought Kobe was a captain. And apparently, he's a rear admiral. He's important. No, he's a rear admiral. That's like one rank below uh, vice admiral, I think. And the vice admirals were like Smoker and stuff, right? Yeah. Those guys? Mm Mm-hmm. And right above them is Kizaru. Kizaru, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what he's doing. Kizaru? Yeah. Like right now. Probably going, ooh. Ooh, I like this orange juice. Ooh. I can't figure out. I don't understand these cell phone snails. Uh, but it's revealed, this is the final big reveal of this chapter, is that uh, the world government, after listening to uh, King Riku and uh, King Cobra from Alabasta and Dressrosha, have decided to dissolve the seven warlords of the sea. L. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a lot of niggas took L's off that decision. Buggy especially. Buggy the Clown is a recent warlord, and now he's being surrounded by Navy people. And he's like, you guys just made me into one of them. I was like, God fucking damn it. Things are going great. My life was set. He was. He was doing his thing, man. Yeah. I don't know if he was still being a bad guy, but, you know. No, but he was ch- He was, uh, He was. was sitting pretty. He was good. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to also say this, how, like, um, I think it was really cool how the stuff that happened in Alabasta, you know, even, even though there was consequences to that moment, like um, Crocodile getting overthrown. I like how way, way later down the road, these two kings were able to say, hey, both of our countries were affected by the by your people, like, in major ways. I mean, they changed my whole... One king, one guy's kingdom got completely taken over, and everyone got turned into fucking toys and all of that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Sheesh. Yeah. And then the other guy, you know, is just a straight-up criminal. Yeah. So... so. Yeah, mate, you get what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, yeah, these everything matters, and that's yeah. the only thing I ask for, man. And the thing is, like, make they don't me even make know. me want to pay attention to everything. They don't even know that Moira was eventually gonna fucking turn on them. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, Moria. Yeah. Yeah. Moria. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, basically the chapter ends with all these uh, the Navy men gathering around the remaining uh, warlords of the sea. Uh, Buggy, Mihawk, uh, Edward Weevil, and Boa Hancock are all on the run and now officially pirates again. Who's Edward Weevil? Uh, he is the alleged son of Bla- of Whitebeard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And okay, apparently okay. the strongest. Oh, he was the, a warlord? And apparently the strongest of the warlords currently. Whoa! Mihawk is one of the warlords. Yes. And Edward Weevil has been slowly destroying all of the Whitebeard pirates solo dolo. So Marco, run, <laughs> run, make it run. Uh, this was a killer reveal. I love this um, because now it just puts the seven warlords into play. Yeah, you know, it gives them a reason to be relevant and active now. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's so good, uh, man. We, I don't we, ever want to see this story end, man. Let me tell. Uh, like the reason that I think One Piece is so great is because these chapters specifically. Yeah. Nobody builds a world like Oda. Yeah. That motherfucker is so good at it. I concur. It's like, the fi- it's like if you if you used to put all his stuff on five stars, he's he's an all arounder. Mm. Right? He's that's that's what you would say. Like he doesn't have one specific strength, but like every he's like a four star at everything, but then world building breaks the scale. Mm-hmm. It it goes to like a fucking eight stars out of five. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it just boosts everything else up too. Mm-hmm. It makes it that more important. Yeah. Somebody, um, I, re- I saw this on a YouTube video. Uh, this guy named, I think his name is Nuxtaku. Nuxta- he was talking about like the most exciting, the best parts about One Piece are the newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's the newspaper is the and most. Seeing how everyone thing. else reacts to this new information from the past, mm-hmm. and I don't want to bite off if his thesis completely, but I agree with it. Is that um, uh, the best thing about this world, and the reason that the world building here is so good as opposed to other series, is that the world does not revolve around the Straw Hats. Mm-hmm. Like they're not a re- the world doesn't react to what the Straw Hats do. For the most part, like not it does, always, it's yeah, not it does, always the, the de facto. Yeah, but the world goes on without them. Yes, and moves are made by big people without. And them. And it constantly lets you know, it gives yeah. you these glimpses, like, hey, and you know, even going as far as to say these cover stories because they are legit, they are canon, you and know? they are very important. And not all of <laughs> they, them, but they usually a lot are. of them have been for you sure. Would, they they revealed through them that. Like, that's how you knew Kobe met Garp? Yes. That's mm-hmm. how uh, you see how Jimbe got to Whole Cake Island. <laughs> it's like these little fill-in-the-blanks things. It's just so much content at one point when he does this. But, yeah, it's it's really such so good. I want to do, like, a whole, like, a whole thing just analyzing different aspects of, like... They did have Jimbe traveling from, 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 from Fishman, Fishman to, to Whole Cake Island. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, it's, your boy's still on the moon mm-hmm. doing his thing. I wonder if, <laughs> and it, it's also, I wonder if he's gonna come back. <laughs> it's also a testament to like the characters in One Piece and the development of the world that every character reacts to the same news differently. Mm-hmm. So some people, like when Luffy does something and it shows up in the paper, yeah, people react people very differently. Some people, upset, other people are really happy. Some people don't even regard it. Yeah, it's I oh mean, it's just so good, dude. I love these chapters because he also builds up intrigue. He knows just how much information to give and not give. And he doesn't rely too much on like that person. Type that, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't like 
he create this artificial suspense. It, yeah, you know, he doesn't try to manufacture it. He, you know, it's just all organic. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he, he, ex- he uh, omits information pretty organically. Uh, so it, it feels pretty good. I, I, I could go on forever about this, but uh, we're, <laughs> we're and we will because it's our twenty fifth since. What did you Quattro say? Quattro centennial. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm. I know multisyllabic language. What's multisyllabic? Wow. Oh, words with big with multiple syllables. Oh, <laughs> multisyllabic. Yo, we. <laughs> That's learning. the reason I remember. It stays in my mind because it, it's one of those words that, like, oh, clearly, like, what it says is what it means. <laughs> We're learning today. Woo! <laughs> We're not using this nearly enough. Yeah, <laughs> Baruto was I. I don't know. I'm just pressing random sound words now because I feel like I have to compensate. <laughs> uh, Are we done wrapping up? Uh, yeah, we're done uh, with One, One Piece. Piece. Yeah, so One good. Piece is great. Big news, bird. What's his name? Morgan. Big news, Morgan. Yo, oh, I read that shit on the train, and I was telling you, I was like, yo, you're gonna love this fucking issue, man. Yeah, I, I knew it. it. I knew it, it was. Yeah, love, put the love, beats love, on love, that love, nigga. Love, love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anyway, that was uh, that was One Piece. Uh, moving on, hey, to uh, Batman Superman. Uh, oh, Batman Superman number two. Uh, the Shazam who laughs. Uh, it's mostly a fight between Superman, Batman, and the Shazam who laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're f- a good one. On, it's really that. good. It was it's, well drawn. Art's good. It's a long fight too. You know, but American comics. You know, you can't look at fight scenes the same way you look at manga ones. You mm-hmm. know, you just can't. You have to just accept it for what it is. It's a pretty show, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And if you get some type of in depth thought and strategy, then bless your fucking heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but this yeah. is one of them. This was a good one. Eh, not too much strategy. Oh, you know what? It kind of was. Kind of was. Yeah, because uh, Shazam like turns back into Billy Batson. Just yeah, to, to trick Superman. You know Superman. He's soft boy supreme. <laughs> soft boy supreme. <laughs> the, the, the Kansas product, right? He's from Kansas. <laughs> A good old Kansas boy. Midwest manners. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Midwest manners. Mr. Midwest manners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, he wakes up at 5.30 every morning. Yeah, uh, but basically they they kind of they just uh, they just narrowly escape. Uh, Batman, uh, Superman has to save, uh, but choose between Batman and uh, Shazam, or let Shazam get away. So he chooses to save Batman, and he puts him in this chrono like homeostasis. I mean, was there really any decision? There? <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It, it was, was a smart easy. play by um. Bosh's yeah, end, good. Pl- he wrecked Batman. Let's yeah, not let's, let's let's be all the way factual here. Batman got smoked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, I got, just got some wicked deja vu, man. Did I say this last time? I feel like I said this. We talked about time. how Shazam could probably beat Superman before, but Batman got smoked. <laughs> Batman got beat up by Shazam. <laughs> the regular guy lost to the super god. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, um, while it's in my mind, real quick, sorry. Um, there was something on Facebook that said, "Oh, I want to end the debate now." Bruce with no tech or no suit, <laughs> just his martial arts skill versus Peter Parker, no suit, no no gadgets, just straight up. Who would win, guys? Unless you're fucking retarded, or you just don't read that many comics, which is fine. P 
Peter's smoking this nigga every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't put respect. It's it's not it's not even about like saying who's better. It's just about putting respect on Peter's name and understanding that he has powers. Batman is the truth because he's really smart, and with time and resources, he can figure out who to, how to beat anybody. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Except for Iruka Sensei and <laughs> and the Beyonders, but a random one. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat him. Uh, the yeah, Beyonders, that guy had a shuriken. I'm still waiting for Beyonders versus Ruka Sensei for death battle. I mean, you know, he survived a whole giant shuriken in his final yeah, court. I'm pretty sure he can survive the end of the universe too. I mean, shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ekunai if you put, was huge. If you put uh, if you put Spider Man and uh, and Batman in the octagon. Just like UFC match. Yeah, right? Peter Parker and Bruce. Like, come like, on. That's not fair. Like Batman, and he has Spider-Sense, too, on top of all of that. Like, Batman has more technical skill. But yeah, Spider-Man's he is for Spider-Man. sure. Be- he's a, he is a better fighter, marginally. Because, remember, P- no, Peter has his own martial arts shit, too. He has his own Spider-Man kung fu that's a yeah, but amalgamation Batman, of different. Batman knows, like, 26 fighting styles. All right, so I won't say marginally, <laughs> but not enough to surpass the Spider-Sense. Yeah, and the strength that he gets from being Spider Man. I mean, Batman. Peter's t- really, but I made I said that to say that Peter is not like he just swings his fist. Like he actually has a fighting style, regardless if you see it in the comics or not. Like mm-hmm. on paper, right? Well, and he has, and he's smart. He's not stupid. Yeah. Well, ba- he's not a Batman's, genius like Bruce, but he's Bruce you know, is also pretty strong because apparently he can. Break out of crystal with his bare fist. Yeah, who knows what that fucking crystal, how strong it really is, all right? It looks, it's revival crystals. He's probably underwater, too. The force of, like, he has this much force underwater. Well, Spain you know. He's the strongest human being in the world. He is him, so. He is Batman. He probably, uh, <laughs> he probably had a strategy for punching the crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to sit in there and think for a little while. He had mad prep okay. time in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it took is probably like a nice like seventeen minutes. And he then he breaks Kellex like a piece of shit. Yeah, where's he? Where's Shazam? Like Kellex was gonna tell you where the fuck he was at. First of all, I mean <laughs> Kellex. Why don't you? Why are you going ham on Kellex? Relax, nigga. Poor Kellex. Uh, but yeah, Superman shows up. He's grabbing his Watch. ribs. He's like, ow. Mm. Magic hurts. Yeah, and Batman's like, what the fuck? You just got fucked up by Shazam? And he's like. He turned to Billy Batson and then shocked me with his fucking magic. Light. Yeah, he said, he tricked me, man. All right, I'm not you. He says, yeah, I, I I care about children and people. Yeah, <laughs> and I also don't have a PhD in military strategy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm trying to, I'm doing my best, man. What the fuck? All I have is these godlike powers, and I don't want to crush this ten year old boy's skull. Yeah, take it easy on my fucking robot, Bruce. God damn it. Also, that's fucking Kellex. That's yeah, my best friend. He said, what? Wait, what did he say? <laughs> he said, he escaped. And can you go easy on Kellex? <laughs> He's in pieces already, nigga. <laughs> he cracked his fucking screen open. Jesus, Bruce. Anger issues much? Yeah. Uh, we got a little scene. He uh, said, I don't go to your home and break your things, Bruce, which would be incredibly <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, all I have to do is just look at something wrong and it breaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, yo. And he's like, and then Bruce is trying to like, kind of like talk down to him like, hmm, 
mm, well, we need to figure this out, and we Whatever. don't have time for all of this. And he's like, listen, nigga, we both got fucked up. We <laughs> we lost to this nigga yeah, equally. Don't go acting go, like you didn't. You weren't struggling. Yeah, like you had no agency in this matter. Like, dog, I revived you. <laughs> like, I saved your life. So who and the you fuck broke told, my shit? Yeah, who told you to come through in your fucking bat wing and blow it up on him? Uh, apparently, it's revealed that uh, the man, uh, the, the Batman who laughs, was planning to infect Superman as well. It just didn't work out this time. Uh, so. There's specific batarangs for them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really nice touch. There's a Superman specific one. Yeah, uh, Jim Gordon is one of the Secret Six. Apparently, that uh, who is that? What? Okay, the Secret Six is nothing to do with this particular story. I think they just used the Secret Six as a marketing ploy. But the Secret Six was a villain group, uh, different from Suicide Squad in the fact that they were just like a group of villains who, during Infinite Crisis, were the only ones not fucking with Lex Luthor's plan. What was Lex Luthor's plan? Remember, like alternate Lex Luthor. Did you read? You read Infinite Crisis before? Uh, I seen the YouTube on it. Yeah. Oh, alternate Lex Luthor yeah. was the one with the long hair. He was acting like a good guy, but he was really a bad guy. Yeah. But not really a bad guy. Just he was kind of like. Yeah, he was. You a, know, no, he was a bad guy. Oh, he was. He, was he wasn't sure just misunderstood? Nope. Like, uh, trying really hard? No, he was uh, with Superboy Prime and fucking shit up. Oh. Uh, but in any case, the Secret Six were, like, the only villains that weren't down with his plan. And that's how they started. They were just kind of on the run. They were, like, wanted for not being part of this plan. Bane, uh, Catman. Catman? Doll. Ragdoll? Catman? There is a Catman, yes. He's pretty cool. Any relation to Catman? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It's, I have. If you had to say he's pretty cool, he's well, not, not a lot of people know him. Cool. A lot of them, Bane is like the most popular. Like the biggest. I read comics every fucking day, and I've never heard of this. I know, I know, life. because they don't use these guys that often. They're they were already like B C list villains. Okay, uh, like Tarantula Bane, Bane was the most popular out of all of them. Oh, okay, so, so it was Bane, Catman, uh, Tarantula. No, there's no Tarantula. I don't know. There was like I six, just said that. There's six whole ones of them. I don't remember. This isn't the Sinister Six, right? I remember, it, it's like, but it was a good series. I do have most of it in comicology. If you want to check it out, uh, was Jim Gordon a part of it back no. then? No, because he's not a villain. No, yeah, this is a completely different fucking team. I don't know if they're even gonna. They're probably gonna have Catman in it. <laughs> do you think they're gonna be bad guys though? Yeah. The, Why would Jim Gordon be a bad guy? He's been infected by uh, the the same thing that Shazam has. By the toxin? Yeah, he's got Jim Gordon as well. So it's Shazam, Jim Gordon. Apparently Supergirl's going to be part of it, apparently. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, they basically plan to uh, lure uh, Shazam back. Uh, lure uh, or go try to figure out what uh, the man who laughs is actually planning. He's been in the Hall of Justice this whole time, still cl- controlling shit from behind the scenes. I had no way. idea because there were, guys, there was a story that happened before this where, like, Batman was infected by the bat who laughs or he was, yeah, they had a whole story. Yeah. They had so, a whole story for him. Batman, so, so Superman disguises himself him. as, like, the Superman from his world in order to infiltrate and try to figure out what he's really planning here. Uh, it's a weird plan, but I'm down to see the results. How is that the Superman from his world? I thought no. he killed him. I don't know. 
No, I think he. I no. think. He, oh, oh no, you're right. I'm I think bugging. he just thinks that the plan worked. That he got stabbed yeah, by yeah, the yeah, bat yeah. shit. So keep make him think that his plan is working. Yeah, I'm bugging out. Okay, and you're right. So he's. They even say it, Superman undercover. So it's kind of like gonna be a race against time. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. How was, scary is that? Superman with the fucking serum. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to be smart. He can just wow out. He just walk through people. Yeah. He said, oh, bat who laughs? LOL. Ha ha. You're dead. <laughs> uh, see, see ya. Yeah. I don't care about that shit. So that was Batman Superman. I love the art, first of all. Mm-hmm. I love David Marcus. Very good He's art. such a great artist. And uh, the story's good, too. I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah, right? I'm into it. Yeah, I'm excited it's to cool see that, No, I was going to say it's cooler than the Scott Snyder stuff. Darkest Night or whatever. Yeah. But uh, dark, dark it got nights. really good in that second issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this issue was pretty good. The fight with Shazam and and Batman and Superman is pretty good too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm and this is this should be important stuff. This is gonna like be a big deal down the road. I think this is gonna. Be, the Bat Who Laughs is integral. I think he's gonna yeah, be a character is. that's around forever now. Like I think he's a he's gonna be a staple. Yeah, I that's cool. So. We get to see the birth of a cool villain. Yeah. But uh, nice. that was Batman Superman. Uh, Christian Espinal. <laughs> Cowboys are three and oh, oh. We play the Saints this weekend and we're gonna bust they ass so easy. Dr. Stone, chapter 122. Uh, brain battle puzzle pieces. Um, everyone revived. E- everyone revived. Um, the whole squad. Yeah, everybody has been revived. Meanwhile, though, uh, uh, sorry, Kohaku and Ginro have been petrified. Yeah, I guess to the point that even Ginro's blood turns to stone. I guess like every organic part of you turns to stone, no matter what it is. Whether well, I'll be able to guts. concur with you as soon as I bring this shit up. I can't <laughs> find. Oh, there it is. It was next to One Piece. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, I'm oh, a, yeah. Taiju is the nicest guy in the world. We'll just say that. Well, Amaryllis kind of just explains everything that happened to Sanku. And uh, they're, now that everyone's back, they're just like, whatever, we'll, we'll get them back easy now that we have the entire crew here. Uh, they, from the information that Amaryllis gives them, they are uh, able to deduce that they only have one petrification weapon uh, because... I guess in a major crisis, his name is Abari. Jafar's name is Abari. Yeah. <laughs> John is Jafar. I, I'm going to probably keep calling him John is Jafar because yeah. that's who he is now. But, the leader of this island. Uh, I guess their logic is that he would have option. Like he wants to have only one. So he could keep it on one person at, at a time. He could have total control over where it goes. So if there's like a bunch of petrification devices floating around, it's hard to keep track of them, I guess. Yeah, you have some kind of fucking disaster. So he can either do use it himself or use it or give it to one of his uh, warriors to use on people. Um, but in any case, as they're uncovering all this, Mozu shows up at the cave and is like, well, 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 you figured it out. And uh, he tries to take a swing at them, but Taiju just blocks it, but he takes the hit. And it sends him skyrocketing, but he gets up back immediately. Uh, I love this about Taiju. He did this before with uh, when uh, Sukasa started to wild out. He took a hit, mm-hmm. and it was like a pretty cool panel where he was like blocking it, 
Yeah, like, yeah, boom. He's so fucking Cause strong. Because you kind of think, like, oh, yeah, they got tied you, man. They ain't soft. And then he so you kind of realize, like, oh, yeah, he doesn't really have combat prowess. He doesn't. He chooses not to fight. Oh. Uh, what? Yeah. Because he's not a warrior. He's, so he could duff somebody. Because he's he strong enough. Up, yeah, right? Enough. I mean. But, uh, yeah, he's just a big idiot that doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's like a big, dumb, sweet idiot who can't. But he can. His defense is his durability is one hundred and ten percent. So he takes hits. He's like a shield. Uh, and uh, nobody among them right now has nearly enough combat ability to take on Mosey right now. Yo, the kid didn't even hear him coming. But then they realized that uh, he let Abari go off with an invader that he knew was like probably a threat alone. So he's at worst, at best, indifferent to Ibarra and his plans. Yeah, process of elimination. If you look at it logically, like you know, he doesn't—he didn't know Ginro. He didn't know that he was the big soft pussy boy that would that would put his friend in a bad situation just to help him out, just to give him the smallest chance of help. Mm-hmm. So you know, had he known that, maybe it would have been a you know, like we look at it like, oh, you have nothing to worry about with him. But from his eyes, that could have been a fucking assassin. Yeah, and he didn't care. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good so point. they're like, he can be turned, and we can put him on our side. So they enlist Gen, their local mentalist, to use his psychology powers to try and convince. They, and they're going to have a battle. It's going to be Gen's psychological tongue versus Maz and his battle skills. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good fight. <laughs> they're not going to fight. It's going to be a sick battle. This is not a battle series. Battles always had to be a physical contest. He did this uh, with Ice Shield. I know matchups, uh, yeah. football matchups. He would always. I, I love when they when he does this. And they I'm go at it. They don't have to physically harm each other. Yeah, right? I felt kind of like uh, pretty nostalgic when this. What would be cool is if he was saying words mm-hmm. and like putting up walls with his words to, <laughs> to like the speech bubble bubbles yeah. himself. Yeah, and he was like saying like, and then he started saying like real manipulative things, and he creep into him and start poisoning him and stuff. Like that would be mad funny. <laughs> But, I see uh, it going that route. Yeah, that was Doctor Stone. Uh, I'm more excited to see what becomes of this and how Gen convinces Mosu to join his join the Kingdom of Science. Yeah, uh, should be pretty interesting. Um, with that being said, that's the end of our Sukaso show. Omas. No, what? Sukaso Omas. Who you got in a fight? Who who would win? Yeah, oh, man, it's rough. I'm going Sukaso. the strongest teenager. Yeah, I'm giving it to the strongest teenager. (laughs) The primate teenager. (laughs) The primate teenager. Yeah, he's pretty strong. Yeah. But uh, with that being said, that's been Dr. Stone and our show. Oh, shit. We made it, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our quadricentennial episode. Where we add extra pages, a.k.a. extra minutes. Yeah, we have a few extra minutes for you guys. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I hope you guys really enjoy this show. We love doing it, and it's so happy to be doing this for 25. Yeah, I love this. You know, this this is my heart's joy with my best friend. And I hope you guys enjoy what we're giving to you. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find us on uh, the social I medias mean, at the Chris Espinal, at, at JD Cole underscore 37. Correct. Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, say what up, guys. Say just, what up. Just, just send an email. Say yo. And I'm going to hit y'all back and be like, yo. Yo. <laughs> but I'm going to add an extra O to it. Yeah. You don't got to respond, but that'll make me happy. Yeah, it'll make me happy, too. Uh 
We're also on at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes if that suits your fancy. Or follow us on Spotify. Uh, you know, recommend us to your friends. We got a YouTube channel up right now. Uh, yes, uh, drop a sub to that, guys. You know, you see it in your feed. You know, it'll be a little clip. Yeah, make you laugh. After this, I might just like continue uploading some stuff because I have some backlog stuff that I gotta get up there. But um, yeah, if you like more condensed stuff, that's the place to go. Um, what else we got? I have, I have a list. Um, no, that's it. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Uh, hopefully. This producing thing won't take too much of a Oh, time. yeah, guys. We in Brooklyn. We in Canarsie right now out in Brooklyn. We're well, in Crown you know. Canarsie? Crown Heights. Crown Heights. My bad. Oh, God. Yeah, we right off Utica, guys. Right off the parkway. Stop right on people where I live. <laughs> 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 there's, there's, like a, there's like hundreds of fucking houses out here in apartments. Don't worry about it, bro. Don't You're good. Tell people where I go. You're good. We out here. We not in the sky loft. We in... We we in the cozy we'll, comforts of Christian's apartment, but we will be soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll we're gonna be back to the top with the spectacular views. Uh, anyway. We'll have Brian back soon too. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Push.